It's M.E.D. Monday! Today, finding sweet squeezes at the microstakes. Everybody studies on Monday! So welcome to the 42nd Minimum Effective Dose Monday episode! Today's article is a one-two punch of squeezing goodness. Kind of to go right along with last week's episode number 41 where I talked about Tata Spikaitis' five tips for better squeezing. This one comes to us today from Nathan Williams. Of course, you know him from BlackRain79.com. Well, the article that he wrote was called Why You Need to Make the Squeeze Play more often at lower stakes. Now, the article was published at pokernews.com, but it's a one-two combo because he created this article and he made a video on YouTube. The video is called Why You Should Always Squeeze Preflop at the Micro Stakes, and you can find a link to it within the show notes for this, uh, smartpokerstudy.com slash Monday. If you're listening towards uh, when this was released, it's at the top of the page there. If not, just scroll down. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the article for you. And then midway through it, uh, when the article has the video embedded in the middle of it, that's when I'll hit just a little bit of information on the video, what Nathan Williams found uh, from this hand that was sent in to him. So I'll cover that and then I'll finish reading the article. So after I do all of that, I'll give you two things. The first is the minimum effective dose idea. Now this is the critical concept to take away and apply to your poker game and to your studies. The second thing I'll give you is the minimum effective dose action. That is the one thing that you must do this week to boost your poker to the next level. And now for some words of wisdom from Nathan Williams. Gambate! All right, everyone, listen up! When Eltrusius, maiden of the clouds, blows the battle horn, let the battle begin! I am Eltrusius! Eltrusius. The juiciest. (laughs) That means you can start. Why you need to make the squeeze play more often at lower stakes. One of the most effective poker tools in your arsenal, especially when playing poker online at the micro stakes, is the squeeze play. A squeeze play refers to a pre-flop move. It occurs when there is a raised pre-flop and one or more callers. Then another player re-raises. That re-raise is called a squeeze or a squeeze play because of the way it not only puts pressure on the original raiser, but squeezes the callers in between as well. The reason why this poker strategy is so effective at the micro stakes in particular is because so many people like to call raises with crappy hands pre-flop. This means that there is often a lot of dead money that you can pick up when you make the squeeze play. The following poker hand involving a player squeezing with pocket jacks from the big blind is a perfect example of a spot where you should be making the squeeze play at the lower stakes. Take a look. Alright, so if you actually went to the show notes for this page or checked out the article for yourself, you'll see that the video is embedded right in the middle. In the article, Nathan Williams says the video involves a hand with a player squeezing. He actually does not squeeze with the pocket jacks, although it's a really good opportunity to do so. So here's the preflop action. Under the gun, tight villain under the gun raises to three big blinds. Hero is in the big blind with pocket jacks. The cutoff player called, the button player called, the small blind folded, and now it's on the big blind pocket jacks hero. The pot is already ten and a half big blinds, 
And instead of squeezing with those pocket jacks, Hero just called the three big blinds. So he just put in two more big blinds to see the flop. Now, the situation that he put himself in is on the flop with a really strong hand, pocket jacks, which is probably ahead, most likely ahead of both callers and very likely also ahead of the open razor. He's now out of position against three other players with pocket jacks. All right, so let's get back to the article that Nathan wrote. In this hand, there's a tight regular who open raises from early position, meaning he probably has a pretty good hand. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves here. We have pocket jacks in the big blind, which is the fourth strongest hand in the game. Crucially, there are also two other callers in this hand pre-flop. These calls represent the dead money I was talking about before. Money you can easily pick up with the simple re-raise here. When we make it 30 cents or 35 cents to go here, not only are we three betting for value most of the time versus the original preflop raiser, but we're also forcing out the other two callers who likely have marginal hands. Remember that these two preflop callers account for six big blinds alone because they each called that three big blind open raise. By the way, six big blinds per 100 hands is a pretty good win rate in today's games. And as noted, you can literally pick up that much in dead money right here with the squeeze raise. This is not even to mention the small blinds dead money and the fact that the original preflop raiser will fold to your re-raise a lot of the time or fold to our continuation bet on the flop. All of which means it is very important that you are recognizing the correct spots at the micro stakes in particular to pull off the squeeze play. Unfortunately, the player of the hand above didn't recognize the need to squeeze preflop. And if you watch the rest of the video, there are other mistakes made post-flop as well. Though, those aren't as commonly made as missing squeezing opportunities. Always remember that aggressive poker is usually winning poker. And in a situation like this, you are literally throwing away money by not pumping up the pot. You need to make all those loose collars pay! Oh, man. <laughs> that was totally wicked! Yes, that was a wicked 1-2 combo following directly on the hills of heels of last week's squeezing episode as well. And I really love all of Nathan's justifications for making that squeeze right there. It makes perfect sense. Pick up those six big blinds dead money. Most likely that full 10.5 big blind pot. You are going to pick it up with that 30 or 35 big blind squeeze. I love that play. Oh, I just realized, not 30 to 35 big blinds, uh, 30 to 35 cents, or maybe like uh, 15 to 17 big blind squeeze. Alrighty, so here is the MED idea. Don't say no to easy squeezing money when you've got a strong hand. Those callers are dead money, and if they can call your 3-bet squeeze again with weaker hands, you're making theoretical profits hand over fist with your value squeeze plays. Alrighty, and before I give you the MED action, Last week, I gave you a squeezing MED action to accomplish on the tables. Today, it's going to be an off-the-felt MED action. So here it is. In your next study session, filter in your database for the biggest pocket pairs separately and compare your win rates. How much do you win with pocket tens? What about pocket jacks? How much do you win with pocket queens, pocket kings? And of course, how much do you win with those lovely pocket aces? In this example hand, the 3-bit squeeze could have earned Hero a 10.5 big blind pot in just this one hand. He could have earned more than he does per hand with pocket aces. Now, filter for squeeze opportunities with these big pocket pairs where you failed to make the squeeze. Review 10 or more hands. Calculate how much dead money you missed out on by not squeezing with these big pocket pairs. 
If you don't know how to filter for this situation, a squeeze opportunity with big pocket pairs, and you failed to make the squeeze, it's your time to shine! Go ahead and figure it out. Thank you so much for listening today. And of course, thank you very much to PokerNews.com for putting out the article and for BlackRain79 for writing the article as well as um, uh, uh, creating that video. Or Nathan Williams, BlackRain79, you know, his synonym. Synonym? Pseudonym. AKA, also known as, you know what I mean? Anyway, go to BlackRain79.com. He's got some killer microstakes books and his email list is definitely worth signing up for. Visit PokerNews.com as well. And let them know I sent you their way. Nathan is at Black Rain Poker on Twitter, and Poker News is at Poker News. You can listen to this and every other MED Monday episode by visiting www.smartpokerstudy.com slash MED Monday. Make sure you go there for links to every article. And with this particular uh, episode, you'll find the video embedded there. And when you're watching Nathan's video on YouTube, subscribe to his channel so you get word of every new video that hits the YouTube airwaves. He puts out at least one per week, so it's worth subscribing to. Please send me any questions via email, sky at smartpokerstudy.com. Don't forget to support the show, patreon.com slash smartpokerstudy. And then later this week in episode 214, I will give you three answers to some very good questions. Until next time, apply the MED idea to the rest of your game and practice the MED action all week long.